This week on Dueling Review, it's New Men Number 1 from Action Lab Entertainment's Danger Zone. In Africa, you prove a threat to the government's rule, you get whacked. No questions asked. It's the near future, and the common news is those who face death without fear are given the abilities of gods. Superpowers. Citizens are running into burning buildings in attempt to gain these powers. Few succeed, most die. Governments see these surviving super freaks as a threat, and they're not going to have any of it. That's why they hire Shade to hunt and kill these superhumans, and she's okay killing whatever they point her to as long as she has a drink first. This is the world of new men. This is the action packed biopunk thriller not to miss. This week on Dueling Review, we are talking Newman. Hello, Newman. Oh, wait, it's New Men. I knew you were going to do that. Hello, I knew you New were gonna do Men. That. Okay, so here's the thing. Yes. Um, I don't want to say post-apocalyptic, but definitely dystopian future, right? Mm. Where, man, you leave your kids alone for two seconds and the cops are going to come and beat you and throw you in jail. Right? It's totally Berlin. I'm just like, ooh. I, I would, I, you know, it's just like, if I leave my kids in the house and I walk to our mailbox, you know, half a block away, the cops could come and arrest me in this in this uh, dystopian future. Why so, is your mailbox half a block away? Because uh, we have the, um, you know, those community mailbox things, the things that uh, you got to go down to the end of your block or whatever and get your mail there where it's one central station for, you know, I guess 26, we have those two. 26 just houses right across the street from my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ours is down the street. So, yeah, it's really weird. But then, so that's kind of what's going on in, for the bulk of this issue, right, is this man is freaked out because his son is on the roof with this girl, and you're thinking, oh, they're getting it on, and Dad wants to stop him getting it on, and the two younger, the youngest uh, son is like, Dad, is, is it because uh, they're up on the roof and she's going to be pregnant and the dad's like no no stay here keep the door locked don't answer the door for anybody keep your your little sister safe and he's freaking out about this stuff and we keep cutting back and forth between the two of them on a roof saying you want to do this you sure you want to do this i heard it's gonna hurt oh maybe for you oh and you're like okay so this is just about you know teenagers losing their virginity in south africa which also is a very interesting setting for this we'll get back to that in a minute uh and then you're like, oh, maybe they're going to maybe they got a suicide pact going on. And the dad's calling the cops, which, of course, gets him in trouble because kids alone and he's not keeping track of his kids. Turns out the kids jump off the roof and they're they're falling to their deaths. Well, one of them falls to their death because the other mm -hmm. one is suddenly gifted with superpowers. Yep. What do you think about this? I mean, this is only the first half <sighs> of the story. There's a second part, too, that. That we'll talk about. Yeah. I'm not sure because it opens with a series of call of uh, like, uh, what do you call them? Caption boxes mm -hmm. pushed off a cliff, tied down to train tracks, trapped in a burning building. And I'm like, what is this? And then we get to the point where we finally see what's going on. And, you know, they leap to their presumed death. And she's like, oh, Oh, it worked. We have power. Oh, wait, you're dead. Oh, yeah. No, that is a shocking panel when you see the boyfriend or the son, depending on your point of view, uh, just mm -hmm. splattered on the sidewalk. And he took a face first and his spines cracked the other way. And he's just all dead. Uh, it's yeah, a pretty shocking it, it panel. It looks like a Final Destination movie. What, it's, what's it's another? Bad. What's the other property? There's some other property. Maybe it's X-Men where you're put under the extreme stress. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Heroes, NBC's Heroes. 
uh, where you're put yeah, there was under a those, bit of that in... those big stress situations and suddenly your hero powers unlock? That happens at, uh, in DC, too. That's how the, oh, right. uh, the, the Blasters the, the, got their powers. Yeah, also, yeah. well, that was the, the whole thing the about the Dominators. On yeah, yeah, with yep. the uh, the Nega Bomb or whatever it was, the Gene Bomb. Gene where, Bomb. Yeah, where they were trying to uh, knock everyone out. Yeah, 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 I remember that now. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, did you like the setup for this this whole superhero world? That people are like so desperate for these superhero powers in a dystopian world that they're willing to run into a burning building or tie themselves onto a train track to see if that will unlock feel, their powers. I don't feel like I have enough to go on as to whether or not I like it. Uh, there are some puzzling decisions in this book that make it feel like it stops mid-sentence. Mm, so yeah, 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 yeah. I. I, I feel like as someone who's read far too many comic books, I don't know that this is something that I would say is super familiar, but we could see this sort of story in a big two comic. Right, so right. it's something that I feel like I want to know where this is going. I want to know what the whole thing is about. I want some more context before I can decide whether or not I love it or yeah. hate it or want to roll it down a hill. Well, but... it, well, here's the other thing that's really weird is that, yes, here are these people willing to kill themselves or attempt to kill themselves to get the superpowers, but the government hates this idea so much that if you do have superpowers, they're hiring this uh, this woman named Shade to go and hunt you down and kill you if you are a superhuman. That is some dark dystopian stuff right there. Yeah. And I feel like she is is kind of something else that I'd like to know more about. She, I, I think, she's is going powered. to be our. Oh, absolutely. But she's going to be, I think, our point of view character and mm-hmm. get into this. So I feel like, as a first issue goes, this is not entirely successful for me because oh, really? I'm really puzzled. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, <sighs> I feel like I want more of both halves of this story, but I also want less of what we actually got. I mean, I get it. I understand that that Shade is the, is going to be probably one of our primary characters, and there's a lot of interesting stuff in her dialogue and her back and forth with her handler, and talking about how I'll can you get me some cat food and uh, can I change your mind about buying me tampons? And I'm like, this is all cool. This is all you know, entertaining back and forth. But also, I'm still kind of at a loss on what. I mean, is there, do we ever get like a year? Yeah, yeah it's like year 2030. 2030. Yeah. So in the not okay. too distant future, next Sunday, AD. Next Sunday, AD. Yep. Yeah, I've been there. La la la. Anyway, but... well, so here's the thing. I actually kind of got a kick out of it because I, I thought they did a really good job. First of all, we're introduced to Shade in the first part of the book. And then it's like, you know, she cracks into this place going, where is she? And then we cut to mm-hmm. the whole, you know, the whole suicide pack thing. And right. you're so swerved by the bulk of the issue being taken up by the, are they going to jump, not going to jump? Are they having sex, not having sex? What's the dad doing? Why is this government right. of South Africa so crazy uh, that they're, you know, uh, detaining people and arresting them on site just because they left their kids home for five minutes and called the cops? That when the superpower moment is revealed, you're like, oh, that's what's going on that's in this book. This is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I got a kick when they're like, okay. Uh, there's this uh, new superhero that's been activated. You need to go after her. And it's like, okay, now I, I kind of get the feel for this. So, uh, you know, I know that some people 
don't like this. I think you're one of those uh, people that don't like this. Like this is this is everything that happens before the title uh, card on a movie, right? Where it's like all this mm-hmm. stuff builds up, and then we get to this last bit yeah, where she's like, open. yeah, where she's just like, hey, this is the thing that's going on, and then boom, new men come back in five weeks or two weeks or whenever this is to get part two. Right. So I that I, I think to me is less of a problem than the fact that I get more actual story and meaningful information from the comicsology mm-hmm, summary the solicitation from yeah. the, the synopsis mm-hmm. the solicitation that i get from the actual issue yeah that's always going to frustrate me i mean it's actually indicative of two problems one it's that you know your comicsology synopsis has to have too much information to try and hook people but i feel like the issue itself isn't focused enough on telling me what's going on. It's, it, you know what it kind of reminds me of? What's that? Do you know uh, Deadpool 2? Electric Boogaloo? Yes, I'm not familiar yeah. with that. The, the movie? The, Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the opening yeah, yeah, yeah. sequence mm-hmm. of the movie Deadpool 2 Yes, starts with a big action piece, and then Ryan Reynolds talks to us, and then something terrible happens, and then we see you know these ongoing just really just several little vignettes of murder, 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 murder. Mm -hmm. And it's a really interesting setup because at that point we already know Deadpool from a previous movie. Right. This feels like the, as you said, the cold open, the bit before the trailer for the sequel to a movie that I haven't seen yet. And I feel like once I know a little bit more and I can go back and read this and feel like I've gotten a more, you know, constructive or, maybe satisfying portion of story i'll go oh yeah that was I, a pretty cool way to open this i see what you're i see what you're saying especially with the uh the solicitation information basically telling you everything about the entire series and there are a number of publishers that kind of do that and i think it is mm-hmm. to get you hooked into that first issue because the first issue is really a lot of mystery box stuff that actually has a partial answer by the time you get to the end of the issue that it would be hard right. to really explain the one single issue without revealing more of the entire series. So I think that there are, there are companies and there are series that you have to tell them kind of like with trailers today, the trailer tells you everything that you're going to see in the movie so that you're interested enough to go and pick up that first issue. And hopefully that first issue is interesting enough for you to stick around and, and see what's coming next personally. And I know you may not agree, I think New Men, number one, did a great job of hooking me to find out, okay, what happens next? I want to know more about this world. I want to know more about this bounty hunter. I want to know more about, you know, what superheroes are doing. Are they all underground? Is this days of future past? You know, what is going on here? Uh, that I I think they hooked me onto issue number two. Hmm. But I don't See, think but impressive. I don't think I don't think that this one hooked you onto issue two. It really didn't. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I won't read issue two. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I don't want to read issue two. It's just there's there's a level with a first issue of basic, hey, how you doing? Have a seat, have a drink that kind of has to be there for me. In addition, and again, I know that it's not necessarily entirely fair to any first issue that it has to do that in addition to having a coherent hunk of story and also some things that, you know, want to catch your attention. And I Mm -hmm. feel like they really nailed the, 
I want to catch your attention. They really nailed the details of here's this world, here's bits and pieces of things. We don't know why it's like this. We don't know Shade's deal, but she apparently has a gun with a brain in it. So that's yeah, kind of neat looking. Yeah, brain in the jar, man. That's awesome. That's the thing. Visually, there are some really killer moments in here. And I like the whole construct of, is he up there with a girl? Is he going to get her pregnant? That whole bit is great. But is this a 22-page issue? Uh, I think it's 28. 28-page yeah, issue? Tw- well, okay. actually, it's, I... it's the solicitation says 29. So there you go. You get 29. one extra page okay. for your digital first content. Hey, I'm going to put that in my pipe and smoke it. I feel like even with more pages than your average right off the street comic book issue, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of time spent with some really, really cool, you know, stylish things and yeah. some bits and pieces of things that are entirely designed to build a character that we literally just met. We don't know anything about her setting or her deal or, you know, whether we're supposed to like her or hate her. She's clearly going to be killing somebody from the other part of the story or trying to kill that person. And I just feel like, man, I I don't have any touchstone to go with. And even though I really kind of like the character bits and I like the I feel like the shot where the girl realizes she can fly mm-hmm. and she's floating above the street and then she looks down and there's a dead boyfriend. That's a really lovely sequence. There's a lot of good art here. There's a lot of things that I like and I just feel like it it never came together to where I'm like, man, this is a, a must read first issue that's going to kick off an, a, an incredible, amazing series that I'm going to want to run, you know, read every single week. Yeah. Boyfriend on the cement. I know. I know uh, uh, it's serious. Uh, well, are you singing Morrissey? Yes, I am. Are you really singing Morrissey? <laughs> yeah, yes, I am. Uh, so here's the, here's the thing. Uh, yes. I, I agree with you on the issue may be hard to grab people, but it, it just it really pulled me in as far as the story goes. And I think that this issue set us up for a swerve that most people may not be thinking about because the bulk of this Sorry. issue is focused on the dad, a guy, and yeah. a lot of guys running around screaming and yelling and arresting stuff. But by the end of the issue, we have Shade, female protagonist, antagonist, depending on how the story goes. But then you also have the girlfriend. So I think this is going to be a more female-centric series going forward, which also is uh, something that I'm interested in seeing if that's the way they're able to yeah. play it off throughout the entire book, uh, because that yeah. would be rather interesting. Um if this was, and I'm sure that this is a book that will be on the stands, maybe as a collected trade is my guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, I'd have to go back and look and see how Action Labs deals with a lot of the digital firsts and what happens when they go to print. Uh, because my guess is that these are not going to go to single issue print uh, unless there's special, you know, some special circumstance that I'm not familiar with. But I suspect mm-hmm. that this would go directly to trade paperback for the comic book shops. If I were in the store and I saw this bowl of Gluck uh, on the cover, I would be like, Uh it probably wouldn't catch my attention. And even if it did and I opened it up and flipped through the art, the art by itself, I don't think is enough to capture my long-term attention. Not saying that the art is bad. It's just something that doesn't jump out to me as you need to read this book based on the art alone. So I'm going to be one of those people that old Mr. McGillicuddy is going to be shouting out, this isn't a reading library. Buy it or get out. 
Uh, and so I think that if this were a book that landed on the stands, this is probably one that I would have passed on just from the the visual cover and the interior art alone. Because, you know, you pick up a book, you flip through the first couple of pages, you look at the art and say, oh, yeah, this is something that I like. And then maybe you read the intro or something like that. Uh, but I think, you know, having read it, I think that that is you really need to read this book in order to appreciate it completely. The art alone to me yeah. doesn't sell this book. Again, not saying that it's bad. It's just not enough to, to sell the issue on the art alone. The art is unique enough that I feel like it has some things going for it that you don't get out of every comic. And I feel like that about the setting too. And I literally just now realized as you were speaking, what actually seems to have happened is that that's a bowl of cereal with bourbon in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It doesn't look like that. I'm like, no, why, it, it, why are there potato chips in her in her tomato soup? Well, yes, it does look like tomato soup with raisins in it. Yeah. But, again, it's it's hard to, 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 you know, try and be the guy who says, well, there's a lot of things here. And there's a lot of good things here. Mm -hmm. I just feel like they're they're not in in the right places yet. Yeah. And, and if it, this were, you know, if I were to see this art on a trade paperback, or if I were to see six issues of this together, knowing what I know about this issue, I would definitely want to read that because I feel like with more room, mm -hmm. with more actual content, with more story. We could have a point where, you know, an, an OGN that's the equivalent of five issues or even a collection of five issues would make for a really satisfying read. Whereas this first issue kind of feels like yeah. it's being several different things at once. And it's doing all of those things kind of well, but the things that it could do really, really amazingly, you know, the things that could make it completely stand out and blow the doors off are kind of getting undermined by the things that you you feel like you have to do or you want to do that you're wanting to grab people. And it's just, I don't know. It just feels like too much and too little at the same time. And yet I, I do kind of want to read issue two. Yeah. 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 Here's, here's the good thing. Uh, I believe action lab has been doing a lot of digital first stuff. So they were primed for this comic, uh, you know, physical comic book shutdown of the comic book mm -hmm. industry. Because they are really beyond, like, uh, what is it, Third World Entertainment or whatever that, uh, the Super Fogies series that you're reading. Mm -hmm. And beyond the uh, the manga Kodansha uh, publisher, they're mm -hmm. the ones that are consistently, since this started, has been putting out comics every week for people to read. And if this yep. is stuff that gets people interested, they pick up the first issue and they're like, oh, man, this is something really good. I got a good sample of this. Or even if the if the whole series comes out in the next month, because I think they... Some of their books, I think, are weekly. Uh, the the Argus yeah. is a weekly book right now. Um, right. By the time everything comes back, they're going to have that trade on the shelf. There's enough buzz because people don't have anything else to review except stuff from Action Lab Entertainment. And so there's going to be enough buzz generated that when it comes time to be shipping stuff, people are going to be hearing about this. And if there's someone that's like, huh, digital comics, I will never read the digital comics. Uh, they're going to go in and they're going to buy this stuff. Why do they talk like that? What? Because, don't let you them know, talk like that. Ugh. Because they do, right? Uh, square pegs. Uh -huh. Yep. Uh, and so I think Action Lab really put themselves in a position to, and I'm not saying that they're selling you know, tons of stuff. I don't know what their sales are. But it just seems right. like they're the ones that, walked into this horrific event 
uh, and they'll come out the other side smelling like roses, where other companies like DC, who is supposed to have comics, physical comics next week, everybody, they're the ones mm-hmm. that that are that have uh, poo on their faces because everyone's uh, uh, throwing it at at DC. Poo on their faces. Poo on their faces. So I don't know. For You're, me, I I think your metaphor no uh, lacks some no because all the crazy time. monkeys out there who are uh you know losing their their poo over over this uh, announcement from DC that they're going to these different uh distributors uh are just throwing mm. their poo at DC and DC has it on their face because they're trying to do something to get comics in people's hands and they can't do anything to win but you know action lab is just like yeah we were releasing digital first like you should have uh, a month ago DC and look everyone is not complaining about us so i think i think action lab again are going to come out smelling like roses uh, when this is all done. Um, and I think you're going to probably see some more people start to look at digital first as a viable option for a bulk of their titles going forward. Hmm. So uh, some people had asked, apparently remember that book that we read uh, Lucifer's night. Number one, Lucifer's mm-hmm. night. Number two came out and somebody in Twitter was just like, apparently a lot of people read Lucifer's night number one and reviewed it and maybe didn't all care for it because somebody was like, Hey, website, 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 and major spoilers website. Uh, I see Lucifer's uh, night number two comes out this week. Sure. Would like you guys to take a look at it just to see if you guys change your mind from your first review. So. <laughs> all right. Well, we did not do that this week. Accepted, I guess. Well, there you go. Hey, I, you can, you can I still may review be doing it this some week. Reviews over the weekend, baby. Uh, yeah, I'm there just you saying. go. There you go. Uh, so yeah, we are still in the uh, the time of of COVID, so uh, we don't have any list of comics coming out next week that's you know readily readily acceptable or readily readily accessible uh, because Comicsology will change um, pretty quickly. But there were a lot of comics that came out this week that you can find over there on the Major Spoilers website under New Comics. And I know people are still going with the new to you Comic Book Day. Here's the thing. I don't mind it, but I kind of, I, I wanted to clarify a statement that I made last week in case people didn't understand why I thought new to you comic book day was ultimately dumb and ultimately a failure. And you can see if you agree with me on this, Matthew, or not. New to you comic book day is an option for people who don't have comics to go and find a comic that they probably would have passed on before and right. give it a read and it'll be new comic book day but it's new to you, even though it's not new comic book day. Here's the problem that I have with this. Let's just say you wanted to go and read, I don't know, what is a book that you think from DC or Marvel that's kind of like on the the edge of being canceled? Um, uh, for, what was I reading from Marvel? I don't even remember. Let, let's, oh, let's, let's say that you're reading, I don't know. Let's say that there's a new, uh, new Hulk. Uh, this one with okay. uh, Amadeus Cho, not the not the scary, uh, Incredible Hulk one that everybody loves, but an Amadeus Cho book. And let's say that it's only selling 3,000 copies. And you go out and you say, well, here's an Amadeus Cho Hulk. It's new to me, comic book day. And then you start reading it and you're like, oh, man, I've just read the this four-issue run or these first four issues of this Amadeus Cho Hulk. And it's really good, you guys. Wow, I'm so glad I discovered this. Comic book stores, open up. Hey, comic book guy, I would like to buy that new Amadeus Cho, uh, the fifth installment of that, uh, because I read it during the time of, of, of COVID. And the shop owner's like, yeah, where were you six months ago when those orders were being placed? 
orders were so low and people weren't reading it that Marvel canceled that title. Yep. So even though there can be, even though I'm glad people are finding comics to read, if it's something that you get to a point where it's like, oh man, this Manhunter book was the best Manhunter book I've ever read ever. I sure hope DC continues it. And then you get upset because I, knowing comic book readers, there's going to be a lot of them that are upset. It's like, I can't believe they canceled Far Sector. Well, it's because of low sales, because nobody bought it when it was actually new comic book day and not new to you comic book day. And so that's the problem that I have. Does that make sense? That's the problem that I have with this whole yeah. new new to you comic book day is it's great if you want to discover new comics, but don't be surprised if those comics that you love are canceled and you're sitting there scratching your head going, but it's so good. Well, the sales weren't there when you passed on it the first time. That's what yeah. they're going off of. Sales from six months ago, like not sales from today. I feel like that puts the focus on you rather than on the actual comic, for one thing. There are comics coming out. Now, granted, there are not the, you know, the huge cornucopia of comics that we may have been used to. There are comics, and they mm -hmm. are coming out. I feel like, first of all, by saying there's no new comics, you're short-selling yeah, really things short -selling like New Man number one. Yeah. You're short-selling comics that could be your next favorite thing, and it's making it all about you. Mm -hmm. And I say this as someone who reviews old comics on a weekly basis. I go back and go, hey, here's an old comic. Maybe you missed it. And that's great. That is a thing to do. And it's better than nothing. But it's also one of those moments where you have to say to yourself, why do you feel that the comics being printed don't count as comics? Mm -hmm. And you can keep saying there are no comics coming out. Right. What is it about these books that you know, that don't feature well, Batman, that don't feature Wolverine, and, that don't feature these things. Where's the problem? Well, and here's the, here's and then the, you have to ask yourself, are you a comics fan or are you a Green Lantern fan? And if the former, um, you're evil and bad and no one likes you. Least no, there it's fine. If you like Green Lantern, everybody loves Jon Stewart. Everybody loves Kyle Rayner. <laughs> everybody loves the, uh, the Guy other two, who's, the other two whose names I forget. Logo. Yeah, no, but here's, here's the thing. In fact, steel. this is a conversation that pops up a lot, uh, even during our Dueling Review live uh, stream that we do Thursday nights, 8 o'clock p.m. on the Major Spoilers Discord server. Link in the show notes, patreon.com slash major spoilers for more information. But even in the comic book channel over at the Major Spoilers Discord, there are literally people that say, here's the reason why I don't consider Adventure Finders uh, number four that comes out next week a comic. Because I am someone who needs and loves and prefers the physical comic in my hand. And if it's not a physical comic in my hand, then it's not a comic. It's why we call it a web comic instead of a comic. Because of the, the, the tactile, physical medium that a certain portion, I'm going to say a large portion of people prefer. I, I don't agree, just like I, I will say that listening to an audiobook and being engaged with that audiobook is reading. Just like I have a conversation with my wife that if my son wants to read Dogman, he's reading a book. So when it comes down to, well, there are no comics, it's because those people prefer the physical edition over the, the digital edition. I can't touch it. I can't smell it. I can't look at the glossy pages. It's too hard for me to read on an iPad or a laptop or a computer screen or my TV or wherever that people are reading. So I totally understand where people are coming from on that. But as you said, Matthew, it's super disingenuous to the creators who are putting out comic books. Absolutely. Uh, so here's the thing. 
Uh, this is why I can't tell you what's coming out next week, because, again, maybe we're going to get an answer tomorrow for Marvel, because they've been quiet all week since DC announced last week that they were going to be releasing new comics on the 28th. Comixology, the digital comic app, lists for next week a slew of Marvel comics. Now, we can't say for sure that Marvel comics are coming out next week because these could all disappear by uh, Sunday morning. But there are, man, there are, there's a lot. There's a lot of new comics that are listed next week because Empire, remember Empire, that big event? Another Empire. That stuff is supposed to uh, kick off. There's a bunch of Empire number zero issues uh, next week that are listed. Again, listed now. Not necessarily coming out, but they're listed as coming out next week on Comixology. Uh, Spider-Man, Ant-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, X-Men, Forgeworks, uh, Captain America. Like, probably uh, looks like 109 books that they have listed. Now, some of them may be reprints. But there are 109 books listed under Marvel coming out next week, and they all have the $3.99 price tag. So, honestly... It will not surprise me if either Friday afternoon or Monday morning it is announced that Marvel is going to be doing digital first releases on this and then really make the comic book uh, shops, you know, flip their lid. So I, I don't know. I can't tell you what's going on, but this is the second week in a row now that Marvel has not taken down those solicitations for the 29th. And I don't, well, let's see, do I subscribe to Amazing, I think I subscribe to Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, the Amazing Spider-Man, oh, that's uh, issue 44, so my guess is I am a subscriber to this series, so I should be getting a notice in the next uh, 24 hours or so if they're going to start charging me for this. J. Michael T. and I were uh, notified that uh, our Batman 92s and 93s were supposed to be made available the day before DC announced that they were doing physical books, but oh, not Batman 92 and 93, so... Still could happen. It's a wild and crazy world. And uh, that's the way it is, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back next week to to review a comic for you. We're not going to... So I guess the whole reason why I went on that jag, Matthew, is to let people know mm-hmm. that we're still not bringing back voting for, <laughs> for the dueling review. We will go ahead and make the selection, like we always do Sunday evening. If you want to find out what we're going to review... You can go over to the Major Spoilers Discord uh, channel, and there is a announcements grouping where the there is a, a channel called What's Going On This Week. And in What's Going On This Week, that is where I put down all the shows we're recording, what books we're reviewing, what other things we're discussing. And so I would go and check that out Sunday afternoon. If you are looking for something to do on Saturday, this would be Saturday the 25th, 3 o'clock p.m. Central Time then you do want to connect your Patreon account to the Discord server because we will be playing You Don't Know Jack with Ah! our patrons and with our fans. Yeah! 3 o'clock p.m. Central Time. 3 o'clock p.m. Central Time for at least two hours, maybe more, depending on who's around. And so far, here's who's playing. Me. Mm -hmm. This is Team Mm -hmm. Major Spoilers, right? So Team Major Spoilers spoilers. consists, consists of Steven, Matthew, Dr. Bradley Will, and D&D Brian. So the four of us will be taking on all the open other slots. And you can come in and you can try to take on Team Major Spoilers, Team team, uh, Other Peoples. That's what you will be part of. 
Here's the way it works. Uh, and we've done this before. We've done this like months and months and months ago. I think it was all in 2019 we did a lot of this, but not so much in 2018. Yeah. We did this a lot in 2019. Uh, the way it works is, for those of you that have played, you don't know Jack Online, you know that there's a code that goes out that you plug into your computer so that you can play the game. Well, if you are a patron member in the Secret Discord channel, I'll put that code in there first, and then after a couple of minutes, if there's still open slots, I open that code up to anyone who's watching the stream so that they can jump in and join as well. So even if you're not a patron, there's still a chance you can play against us, but preference goes to our patrons first at patreon.com slash major spoiler. So it looks like Kevin 11 is super excited. Um, let's see. Uh, the true Alexas aren't Marvel also doing that outlawed event. This is the problem with Marvel. Yes, they're doing a lot of yeah, events. Well, outlawed and, and empire are, I think related to the same thing. Ah, There's okay. also right now Atlantis attacks and they're all sort of tied together. Ah, okay. Maybe that's why they, maybe they think they have to get these out. Uh, Hard to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so please uh, join us next week for Dueling Review Live and find out what we're going to review. If you got the time on Saturday afternoon and you're not doing anything or going anywhere, check us out at twitch, twitch.tv slash major spoilers. You can go ahead and follow now. You can subscribe if you've got that filthy uh, uh, Jeff Bezos Amazon Prime account. We get some of that money when you subscribe. It uh, doesn't cost you anything else because it's part of your Prime membership. Uh, but uh, certainly we'd love to have you join us Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock p.m. Central Time, twitch.tv slash major spoilers. And we'll be back next week to review another comic just for you. And you might also hear Matthew say, Regnard Kassin. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.